0: what's going on man what's going on what's going
1: on how you doing can you hear me good. Good.
0: All right. yeah, i got you i got you now, can you hear me is it good yeah we're good we're good yeah I you know i need to i gotta get new headphones man my headphones are like uh like i have a shortage issue in, like my headphones and like
1: Jeez. they shorten and out on me so I very rarely use these because they're they're heavy, but my wife got these because they're like EMF friendly and every, all the other stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but they're heavy, though, dude. It's like, I feel like my ears are being pulled down right now. <laughs> so
0: but, how's yeah. it going? What's been going on? You been busy?
1: Uh, same old, same old. Of course, busy, but I was going good, man. I, I really can't complain um, because I, I said, yeah. I said, bunch of stuff, same stuff going on, nothing yeah. really changed, you know I mean, nothing to really complain about, well, I actually, I'm actually, I'm rebranding the supplement company, so I'm working with a company doing that. Is it's always pain in the ass to do that, and wait too much money for something that you, like, do, you know, whatever, but, right, I, I'm grateful that I haven't had the money to even do it, but, and I was talking to Melissa yesterday, and she just, like, put a, sparked a, a huge Melissa, fire. In my Melissa Peterson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it sparked a huge like fire under me, dude, because you know, people are always hit, trying to hit me up left and right with just different things. And, and we just had just happened to have a call and tell us you know, things that was going on. And she's like, you need to stay focused. You need to focus on this, 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 and this. This is who you are. You know, stop going left and right. Cause I know what you want. Just do, I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> but, but it was the truth, right. dude. It's, it's the, you know, the truth that I, I keep minimalizing myself. Um, cause like no one's really doing the, the things that I'm doing with, you know, health and different diseases and stuff like that. It's like, I, I used to minimalize myself. Oh, well, it's not a big deal. And everyone's like, Oh, this is a huge deal. You know, I, I've done like five podcasts in the last think, three or four weeks. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone's like oh this is great i'm like well this is it's not a big deal she's like stop saying that you know what i mean right, so right right yeah, i mean but i I try to stay humble and i am humble about it because i i, I just, this is what i do you know what i mean but right it's what it yeah. is bro so You're- what's up with you fam what's going on man it's been a minute <laughs> I'll, be,
0: I'll be i'll be back in i'll be back in miami this weekend so i'll be back i gonna
1: ask about that ah. I'll, be
0: back, I'll be back down um working um with uh you know uh Wes Saunders, our uh, friend Wes Saunders, his uh, his trainer. I'm um, working with him, with him at his gym and working with a couple other people over at Legacy Fit in Wynwood for those of you who are in the Miami area. And yeah. um, then I'll also be over at uh, Elevation as well, working with a few guys over there, uh, trying okay. to build some uh, contacts up over there. Um, so, And that's nice. the Elevation over in uh, Wynwood for those wondering who may be listening to this. Um, but yeah, that'll be... What is it? Today's like the the thirteenth, so I'll be there the sixteenth to the nineteenth. Yeah.
1: Nice. nice. Yeah, bro.
0: So, cause like I was, I was gonna come back. Like I oh, usually I go Friday through Sunday, but like, mm-hmm. um, the New York New York Pro is um this Saturday, and nice. for those of you who who know, like New York Pro, they had to move it to Tampa last year, so it's it's in Tampa <laughs> again this year. So it's the New York Pro. In yeah. Tampa, that's what it, it is,
1: is. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so yeah.
0: not to be confused with the Tampa Pro in twelve weeks.
1: <laughs> it's very confusing, but it, yeah, S- same location,
0: same but- location, same hotel, same venue. Actually, just two different shows, all under the same roof, but two the ones the New York Pro, ones the Tampa.
1: Exactly. So, 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 so you're going there because um, you have some some guys competing. Or- yeah. So
0: we're working with Morgan
1: Asti, uh, Dwayne Walker, okay. or, um, a few other guys. Some guys.
0: Some of the guys in the they're going to be in the probably hopefully in the top call out. Um, yeah. It's it, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a stacked lineup. Um, hopefully, and um, it should be an interesting show to see who's going to win. But we got a lot to talk about because. Um, there's been a lot going on in the sports world, man. Um, New York pros this weekend. Last weekend was the Indianapolis Pro. And also, Tim Tebow is signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> we got, we got to talk
1: about that. We got to talk about this. Oh boy, <laughs> he, he wasn't jumping with both feet with this one. All right. <laughs> cool, cool, bro. <laughs> before we get to all of that, I, I want everyone to um to know like why you're coming down here to Winwood to actually train guys and and what techniques are you using? Because you know, I, I know you mentioned right. before, but but for the new um, new people, I want to, I want to understand. Uh-huh.
0: Right. So it's a good point. Um, So for those of you guys who don't know, um, you know, I do neuromuscular based therapy training, which is essentially, um, you know, I call it neuro training. Uh, We use a direct current alternating current uh, electronic device, which provides a um, alternating wave pattern into the body, which enhances muscular hypertrophy during training and increases muscular fiber activation. Basically what that means in like simple terms is that you can get a more than an effective workout in only 20 to 30 minutes and you're going to get probably two to three times the normal muscle fiber activation that you normally would be getting in a standard regular workout so you're doing less time more effective and it's gonna be the best pump of your life every single time you do it i mean it's just hands down it's just like you can't beat
1: it so but and, that's the, what and the flip side of that, it also does um rehabilitation as well yeah so i mean i've worked with patients who were like. Um, I've
0: worked with, uh, you know, paraplegics. Um, you know, getting their sense uh, reintroducing um, feeling back into certain areas that they had lost to try to reeducate the muscular system. Um, I've worked with MS patients to help them. Uh, you know, I have worked with a guy who basically you could barely even walk when he first started to come and see me, and last time he saw me after like a month of working with him, which was only like five sessions, I think, five or. Maybe more than that, maybe about eight sessions. Um, I think total in that month, um, he walked out of my office uh, with no cane and uh, could barely even walk before, and like he yeah. can just walk right out like a, normal, like a normal human being. Last time he saw me, yeah. so
1: yeah. And, and, and another phenomenal thing about it, guys, is like the the, the the machine that he's discussing is is not a standard machine. It's like you, know, you got to be trained on it. Is a very costly machine, but also. Right. But what what Daniel has done is actually he's created a lot of these protocols that that they are using. You know, what I mean, it's not as if yeah. um, it's just something that's off the shelf or or a cookbook. You know, he's created these protocols that the company is now using, but it's also exclusive to what he does with the people that he right. trains. That's why it's actually important for him to actually come down to I don't want to say a larger market, but just a different type of market down here in Wynwood um, to really show individuals because there's a lot of athletes down here in, in off season and and that's the part of of the excitement for me for you that you'll be able to show a lot, a lot of these guys like listen you know you guys are in, in the, the gym two hours doing this the same stuff your, your body's used right. to it you know but just add this one component on there and it's gonna be like whoa what the hell was that right right and it's yeah. like the, the, the body screams for it so, so you know i, I I'm, I'm just excited Yeah,
0: thanks, man. Yeah, I am too. Uh, over yeah, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm working my way to moving to Miami. So (laughs) this is pretty soon, Charlie and I like I'm me and Charlie have been getting like closer in distance (laughs) Mm -hmm. since I'm yeah, for the past like three years, like made my way to Florida and now I'm making my way down to his area. So
1: exactly, bro. Um
0: yeah, I'll be in Miami hopefully uh you know relatively pretty soon, just as long as I can get a you know good solid network. Um, down there to where I'm gonna feel you know financially stable enough to make that um, transition. But um, yeah, for those of you guys who are in that area, um, you know I'm be coming down periodically, even you know every couple weeks or so until I make that um, full move, and then I'll be there, and we'll make a uh, official announcement and everything about that, and a lot of exciting things to come with that as well down the line. So it's not just making the move just to train people and do the same thing I'm doing up here, but it's also to do and do some pretty cool things and. Um, make some pretty impactful stuff and I'll be working with Charlie as well on some pretty cool stuff down the line so that you guys will be able to see all that hopefully really soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, the device I work with is really amazing. We're actually, you know, actually is uh, something I thought of uh, with a colleague of mine who, um, who does the same thing that I do and him and I have really uh, been the ones who like been the most experimental, I think with the device, uh, since we started using this technology and um you know a good a good idea we we're thinking about actually putting together a small because like the device we use now is actually capable of being sold um in-house to people so anybody can buy this device uh so if you know someone would want to buy it uh for themselves for in in-home use well uh, we'd want there to be like some type of manual or program or protocol book that they could actually read to keep things simple for them and make things effective so um going to maybe hopefully put together some things um in 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 the near future that could be uh, beneficial if anybody would want to actually put this in home um use so that's pretty cool and then um also uh i got some exciting things coming up that i'll be telling you guys about soon um maybe hopefully putting together a um a webinar um in the near future, in a couple months of trying to bring some people, uh, like Charlie on myself on and a couple other, and a few other experts. And just to kind of like, I just realized I was like, you know, the big thing that I'm missing, I think with a lot of people is I work with a lot of just non trainers. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm working with average people, um, or athletes. Um, but I want to bring my knowledge and bring my expertise to, People who want to improve um, their quality as a coach, as a trainer, and you know, there's not a lot of great opportunity. There's not a lot of great knowledge, not a lot of great courses out there that actually are teaching these people actually how to be effective. Um, even the certification courses, maybe that teaches you how to be a personal trainer, um, a lot of times isn't the most effective courses to actually teach you actually how to train somebody in the gym, right? So actually, yeah. you not know, how to make them move, how it applies to certain machines, how to. Um, improvise in a gym that maybe not doesn't have every machine that you want them to have, but it teach, we are going to hopefully teach you how to actually be able to apply, um, you know, just movement based mechanic ideas. And so you can take a machine and make it work any way that you want it to work sort of, yeah, um, yeah, you know, definitely.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, and, 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 part of that is really the, the scope of what it really means to, to be a personal trainer, you know, and yeah, you know the the, the 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 long weekend training that that most individuals go through is really just it's not even scratch surface i i think it's just like a, a antidote to you know someone who has a nice body okay you have a nice body you can just start you can start training people type thing and, and for, for good and for bad is actually has done a lot of bad for, for the profession in my opinion yeah um And and it's done good because, of course, it's provided individuals with with jobs. But but the same flip side of it is like when you keep having the same cookie cutter type information being put out and it's still the raw, incorrect information, what happens is the whole trickle down effect. And then you have the extremes where you have the individuals that have been doing bodybuilding and and true weight training and and training individuals for, say, 20, 30 years. And they have the the knowledge of what to really do with individuals. And it, it is polar opposites. But people right. first coming out coming out of class, things that are sort. So um something that, that you try to bridge the gap with is gonna really help the average individual who really loves what they do and want right. to take it to another level and not just have a title for something. Oh, the, the, this is the father of your way, you know, type right, thing. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, gonna be was... something that has substance.
0: Right. It's not I always say it's not my way, I always say it's just the correct way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <You know laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, but, yeah,
0: it's not so, my method.
1: Yeah but, yeah, but 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 again, it's, it's like the young lady. I think we discussed this last time. Like some young lady was like, "Oh, I I invented this type of yoga," and they were like, "No, you did not invent that type of yoga. It was right, already yeah. out there." Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, and like, dude, I
0: I I get like, oh my god, it amazes me. Like the people I see, like they, I'm like so sick of like these people, like these self um, self acclaimed coaches and trainers online on my on Facebook and everything I see, like, and I'm like. And I'm like, guys, I'm like, you know, you, you don't do a show doing a show and having someone take you through the prep of a show doesn't mean, you know, how to take somebody else and actually coach them to do a show. Like that yeah. doesn't qualify you as a bodybuilding coach. Like, I'm sorry. Like it, 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 there's honestly, there's great coaches out there it, doing a show has nothing to do with being a coach. Like, let's be, yeah. so let's, let's first get yeah. that on the line. Yeah. Doing a bodybuilding exactly. show has nothing to do with making you a great coach. Um, it does give you a sense of experience. And I think like, if you wanted to be a bodybuilding coach, you should probably do some competition based stuff, or at least go to that, you know, to that length of, so you can understand what your athletes going through. Right. Like, I think that is a big deal. It's like, you want to make sure that you're understanding, how your athletes feeling um, you know what they're going through mentally, because it gets really, 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 really tough the last couple of weeks. And you normally don't even get there your first show. Like you have to do a few shows to really feel that suffering point. Like you have to get there on your own. So um, and then another, the rest of the people like they're like, um, you know, they, they lose 20 or 30 pounds, you know, doing a weight loss program. And all of a sudden now they're a guru and they're helping other yeah. people like, oh, I'm going to help other people lose weight and all this stuff. I'm like, nah. yeah. I'm like, man, yeah. you know, yeah. it doesn't qualify you. Sorry. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have any expertise. You've been a coach for a month. And like, you know, exactly. maybe, maybe work with some of your friends to get experience. Don't charge them. Just. Say so like, hey, can I, can I maybe see if I can help you get in shape the way that I help myself get in shape? And if they say yes, then great. And then try to help them maybe do some simple things, you know, go from there, learn from some experience, and then take some, you know, take as many education courses, um, certification courses that are sort of out of the regular realm. So, doing things like... Um, you know, uh, My friend Dave Palumbo, who lives in Cape Coral, has a great coach called The Secrets of Being a Direct Guru course, and that's a great certification course that's not even really nationally recognized, but he offers so much more than just these regular certification courses, and he teaches you real-time expertise, meaning like he's using his knowledge from being real-time in the field and showing you what some things, some occurrences, some examples of maybe some things that might come up when you're working with a client that you yeah. might not learn from another certification course. So, and like I said, like I'm going to hopefully be putting together something here in the next few months to give you guys something to, you know, another avenue for that. I mean, there's so many amazing opportunities. I mean, there's the, you know, there's the appear on course for, um, you know, learning how to be an epigenetic coach. That's going to teach you a lot of about using epigenetics in precision medicine and like you're going to learn things like they have they're going to have a they're going to have a blood work analysis i know dan was talking about that like dan stigler was Mm -hmm. talking about putting together a blood analysis you know um, learning how to read blood markers those kind of things um those things are what makes you different than everybody else guys and like when you start to learn how to do those things, like your value is going to significantly increase and it's eventually going to come back to you money-wise because you're going to be able to charge your clients more and they're going to be willing to pay more because they're going to see the value of what you're giving them versus the guy down the street that charges 20 bucks. Like, yeah, he only charges 20 bucks, but he only gives you $20 worth of value as well. Exactly, so, exactly. You know.
1: Yeah, it's like, I, I, I try to tell people it's like this. I say, listen, it's like me going through medical school and never doing a residency never practicing what i learned right Right. because this is what actually happens is you know these guys and 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 girls go through um, these certification courses but there is no practical with it it's just you have the knowledge of it and it's, it's basic basic knowledge um, and again, like I said, if you really have a passion for it, you're going to take the extra steps. You're, you're going to go and seek out the best information so that, and of course, everyone looks at it, well, you know, it, it costs me money, and I, I can't see myself charging someone, you know, $150, uh, $200 a session. I'm like, like, why not? Like, right. you actually have put the, the work in to actually earn, earn that amount because you know that every piece of knowledge you give that person is going to change this person's life forever. It's the same type of, of situation that I have um, as a physician, you know, yeah. it's like this, this is what I do. I mean, people think that they're paying for my time. So, no, you're paying for my knowledge. I mean, because even as just doing the regular medicine, whatever, then I add on the epigenetics and I add on the other, you know, certifications that I sought to, um, to, to put onto the back of my name. It's like that. That costs me money and also my time, and I don't upcharge people because of that. But I just want to make sure that I'm able to teach people more about who they are as a person and how to get better. So it's the same thing when it comes to bodybuilding, also personal training. You know, the more training you have, the better you're gonna get, and the more advice you be able to actually give of individuals to, you know, to throw it off injury, to throw it off like you know those plateaus which everyone goes through. So if you're able to actually you know, estimate exactly when the first gonna plateau, and then okay, you're gonna plateau it this week right here, and we work through that. And then also, we am gonna do XYZ, and then you're gonna break that plateau. Not many people can actually do that, but if you have the proper knowledge, you may be able to right. actually go through that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, in, you know, bodybuilding is so, um, like it's, it's man, it's, it's, it's so much experience, 80% experience, 20%, like paper knowledge. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I try to tell i like, because yeah. when you're playing with such intricate numbers at that point, like you guys don't understand, like when you're like working with an average person, the fatter, the, the more fat a person carries exogenous, you know, like when you're talking about like visceral fat, the things that, that, that kind of makes someone, you know, an unhealthy version of fat, we like, when I talk about the essential fat, where I talking about the fats around the organs, those kind of things, when you're carrying excess fat on the body, those people are actually probably the easiest clients you will work with to losing weight. Just the average person carrying a little bit of excess fat is way easier to work with than someone who's like morbidly obese to the point where they're like, they're just like gaining weight. Cause a lot of times those people are metabolically broken somehow. And that's why they, cause there's just no other way you can get to that level without something just being drastically wrong. Um, yeah. you know, not an endo level. Um, but like, And then you're then on the other spectrum, you're playing with these people with these bodybuilders who aren't fat and you're trying to take away the only fat they have. Right. And it's like, so, I mean, like, you know, that's where it starts to get real tricky because of the fact of like, yeah, the first few weeks, it might go really well First six weeks. It might go really well, but with those last four to five weeks that are the most vital to where you're Mm -hmm. wanting to get into that low, low single digit body fat, the body's going to push. It's going to resist. It's going to resist because it doesn't want to go there because it's unhealthy, because it doesn't want to risk putting you in a state that is going to put you in danger potentially if you could be there long-term. It doesn't understand that you're only going to be there for like a week and that's it. Yeah. But it's going to try to prevent you from getting there. So you got to find a way to kind of work around it and kind of trick the body into thinking that, you know, you're still going to be feeding it while you're trying to burn and take more fat off of it. And it's like the most like, it's the only sport <laughs> where, where you're trying to actually put somebody in their most vulnerable position possible yeah. at the time that you're supposed to be peaking for the show. Like, like yeah. that's the only sport Like every other sport, you're, they're supposed to be at the most optimal state health wise yeah. at that very moment bodybuilding, you're actually trying to put them at the most amount of risk health-wise exactly. at the time that they're supposed to be peaking for the competition. So exactly. um, that's very tricky to do. And that's why it's like, there's going to be things for some people that just pop up that are going to come up and you're going to be like, okay, I did this. It's not working. I did this. It's not working. And if you're just trying to fit things inside of a box, it's not going to come out like how you want it to. I'm just telling you. So like, you know, it's just not how it works. The the, the paper doesn't, is not going to work at that point. So you got to like toss the paper aside and go straight into, you got to pull out of that field of knowledge, that field of expertise. So that's why Dave Palumbo's um, secrets to being a Direct guru, of course, is so unique because he's also going over performance enhancing drugs for shows. He's teaching you how to put your clients through cycles, how to make sure that you're not overworking them the last few weeks before a show. If this problem comes up, what might be the answer to answering this issue? What might be the answer to answering that issue? Um, you know, and we're going to break down some of the things here. I'm going to go over some of the stuff from the indie pro that happened this past weekend. And, um, you know, some of the competitors that competed there and maybe what have, maybe what happened, um, to them in that show. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's just, you gotta a lot of this is, is knowledge. You know, I tell, you know, a lot of people they like, can't believe that I'm not more like scientific. I tell everybody like, I'm not a technician. I'm the, Italian, I'm the, I'm the Italian grandmother making the sauce, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, you yeah. know, at the, in the kitchen and she's like throwing stuff in there left and right, you know, and mm-hmm. she's, she couldn't tell you how to remake it. You know, if she, if she tried, you know, like, exactly, <laughs> even if she did, it wouldn't come out the same. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> That's me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, a huge part, of, again, I'll go back back to the, the whole knowledge base thing. It's because once you obtained a knowledge base, um, and I'm very similar. Uh, I've, I've been asked recently once, again, once again, to write down your process for diagnosing people. And I'm like, that's not a process. Yeah, it's it's like process. every person is individualized. So, you know, and then, well, what's your protocol for X? I'm like, I have a protocol, but it's not really a protocol because it each person. Yeah. I may start everyone off with these four things, but I add and I subtract and I do all these other crazy things along with it as well. So, but, um, it's, just, it's the same process with understanding how to truly build someone's body out for competition. So, um, let's go ahead and jump in, into some of those things that actually happen at the indie So, so we can sort of analyze yeah, and yeah, so see what's going on.
0: I'll, uh, I'll actually, so, um, um, see if I can, uh, share my, uh, share my screen here. So we'll right, actually pull up some of the pictures from the indie Pro. So you actually, you actually have my appear on, uh. I appear yeah. <laughs> on up there right now with the, uh, my genetic clients. Um, but here, let me pull up the, um, I'm going to MPC news online. So for those of you who don't know the Indianapolis pro, I'm sure like a lot of you, you follow bodybuilding and you're listening to this, um, you know, this was a uh, blessing. what? Aw- I want to, I'm going to butcher this last name. Oh, Aw- a Um, and it was his, um, Pro debut, and everybody was looking forward to it. And um, for those of you who don't know, he's like a, he's kind of like he's blown up um, on basically a uh, social media the past couple years, and he's been um, just you know a social media sensation. And he he talked a lot of smack, talked a lot of shit going up into the show, and that's him over here on the left. Um, but it was just yeah, I mean it was it did not go how he was telling everybody it was going to go. Let's just say that. So he's been taking some that. crap. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're over here on the left guys, that's not a good, you want to make sure that you, if you're looking at, you know, a competition, you want to be in the center. I mean, that's typically where you want to be. Um, congratulations, by the way, to Justin Rodriguez, who, who won, I know that he's been, um, he's been trying really hard the past few years to, uh, you know, to actually be able to, you know, win a show and he's, he's paid his dues, um, from the very beginning. So congratulations to him. Um, I know this was a, you know, it's a big victory in his eyes and it really meant a lot to him. So congratulations, Justin definitely earned this one. Um, but you see I can actually go to some comparison photos. So I actually see if I can pull this up right here. So, um, there was just a lot of guys like this guy, especially over here. This is kind of the guy I want to look at, and we'll, we'll, I'll basically talk about some different things and what's going on. So those of you who can't see what's going on, basically, um, Morgan Asty, actually one of the guys he's working with us for the New York Pro, um, he ended up placing I think, uh, I think fifth or sixth in this show. Um, he was definitely the most conditioned guy in the show, but his structure wise, he's just not as he's just not as good as some of the other guys um what i want to talk about is is actually is though, is, is blessing and um let me see if i can actually I'll pull up his individual shots but i mean overall um he's got great structure um the only problem is 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 what i noticed is um he definitely was he definitely was a little bit uh he definitely was a little bit flat Um, For this show, I think when he came out for prejudging, I don't know if it was just that he didn't have enough oil on his body, but I think that he definitely, um, you know, could have been way fuller. And what I mean by these terms, guys, is for so you don't know, um, is that when the muscle is actually not carved up as heavy as it should be, and there's not enough fluid and carbs creating what we call glycogen, shuttled inside the muscle cell, the muscle looks flatter it doesn't like give a round yeah, yeah. you know full appearance it doesn't press against the skin like it should so it actually can make you look like you're not as in shape as maybe you are because um the skin just isn't as tight as it should be because your the muscle isn't as full as it as it could be so yeah it has more of a 2d effect a exactly effect. right yeah. exactly that's yeah. a great point and like you can see definitely here in his legs um, the separation yeah. is just not exactly. there. Yeah. Um, he's missing a lot of the lines right here. He's and I think that could just be a muscular um, overall thing. Um, and again, like I'm not hating on blessing. i I think people like I had a whole conversation on social media with a bunch of people um, this past weekend, just you know, because there's all this controversy. and to me, I'm just not a person. I just don't think you should go into a show talking shit. I just I'm just not that kind of guy. Like I'm yeah. never gonna be like, you know, I'll watch what I do. I'm gonna blow everybody. You know, they don't see me coming. Blah blah blah. I don't. I'm not, I don't predict a win. You know what I mean? Like this guy. um, You know, there's one thing to be confident, and there's one thing to kind of start talking trash against individual competitors. And um,
1: but but you also understand he, he has to also make sure his sponsorships are are happy <laughs> and getting used up with that. You know, come yeah, on, come on. Yeah, you know you know part of it is that as well so oh yeah
0: and i noticed like somebody here that i know this is like a transition shot obviously but i can just tell too like his stomach to me um definitely seemed a little bit distended at this show and to me that worries me because i'll see if i can actually pull up the, some shots that actually show the difference between him at prejudging. so this is a him at pre-judging and him at finals um just because he changed a lot f- uh from pre-judging to finals but um i mean regardless I mean for a pro debut this is impressive this is an impressive look but but the problem is you can't run your mouth and yeah if this is (laughs) if this is going to be a you know a lesson to anybody is that you know you got to expect to take the heat if you're going to be like okay um you know I understand that you want to uh you know essentially you know, stir up controversy and you want to promote yourself and you want to make yourself look great. Um, you know, and you want to generate, you know, promotional stuff and all that. And it does help you generate social media attention, but I'm just not a person I'm not a big believer in any attention is good attention. I just don't believe in that.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I just, and if you guys can't, for those of you who can't see, I'm actually pulling up the winner, um, his comparison pictures right here. You, you, clearly you can clearly see his
1: legs, like, you know, that's the straight oh, yeah. his legs and, and, yeah. and the shape of his legs. It's like this night and day. I mean, yeah. it, I mean I, I'm going to say, you know, at least five times better looking. Oh, yeah. You know, again, it's that 2D look versus that 3D look. Right now, you see a, a true 3D look right now.
0: Yeah, Justin is just way – he was just way – he was, like, full as a house for the show. I mean, you cannot get any fuller. Uh, I mean, like, everything That's was insane. just in. Yeah, I mean, he was absolutely insane looking okay. for this show. Absolutely. Is he competing this weekend as well? He is. Justin's actually coming back this weekend to compete. So it's going to be tough. This lineup's yeah. going to be really tough. Yeah. Blessing Blessing is also going to be in the show. So Blessing's actually coming back for this weekend as well with the New York Pro – um, so there's, you know, that was the big controversy. I think that he was actually trying to lead into is that he was saying like the Indianapolis was just going to be a warm up for him. They basically saying he's just going to come in here and destroy this show, and the New York Pro was going to be his real challenge, you know. And, um, you know, to me, I think this kind of showed when you place. To me, this lineup here um, at the Indianapolis Pro, and this is not to shit on anybody who competed at this show. I mean, Justin obviously looked amazing, um, but this is. A much much weaker lineup than yeah. um, what New York is going to be Saturday. Um, yeah. So to me, I just I don't even know if I see Blessing in the top five for this show. Um, definitely Man, not. Definitely like, not in the top three. If he looks like no, he does here, no, no,
1: so. not at all. It's, it's no way in the world that it can be justified because if you have the top four guys now with, with so much better. Uh, I keep using terms like 3d motion in yeah. their muscles get real. Come on. Let me
0: see if I can actually pull up some of the guys who are competing this weekend. Um, a couple of the, the other guys who are, you know, not who didn't compete at this show. Um, well, actually, I'm gonna go to Nick Walker. This guy is a freak. You're going to see like, this guy's absolutely insane. He's competing this weekend. Um, he's like actually he's like around my age yeah i mean look at just look at that that that's what? insane yeah that's nuts right what yeah absolutely <laughs> nuts i mean just his conditioning is just on another level um yeah yeah
1: his legs yeah. are
0: absolutely massive and he's only like uh i want to say he's only like 24 25 20 maybe 26 26 i think he's 26 years old i think actually no I mean, way. just turned twenty six. I mean, yeah, you just look at look at the striations and the glutes and the uh, the side of the quad. It's unreal.
1: That's insane. But, so, so uh, how long has he been competing?
0: Oh man, he's been at it. He's been at it for a minute. Um, this was actually him at the Chicago Pro where he turned pro last year. This was his pro debut. Okay. Um, he actually got beat by Justin Rodriguez at that show um, last year. So it's gonna be interesting to see him kind of you know wow. going back at it and seeing how he kind of you know stacks up to him again now that he's made all these exactly. improvements he cuz he's made some serious improvements like no doubt um yeah, and then definitely. um
1: he's uh, like like i mean at least 30% larger than oh yeah. Than no, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right? he's yeah ridiculous yeah <laughs> it's insane um, i love it
0: i love it let me see if i can actually pull up this this guy might actually have some comparison shots for but there's a guy competing this weekend. Um, his last name is Mustafa. He's actually from Egypt, um, but he trains out in Kuwait with those guys out there. Um, Ooh, you're gonna okay. see. You're gonna see this dude. This dude. His his muscle muscle wise. Um, this is him right here. Yeah, Hassan Mustafa. Yeah. This guy is absolutely um, just, I mean, muscle-wise, muscle density, what? yeah, what? insanity. But this was actually him at the Tampa Pro last year. But he is just absolutely insane, man. Like, yeah, his legs are just it, unreal. Like, look at this. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. That's, wow.
0: Yeah, so, wow. I mean... He's his shape, yeah. though. That's his shape. And his shape is his, his shape is his problem. He's very short, very
1: dense, yes. condensed. Yes, exactly. And yeah, no, it's a, so. the same thing. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the issue uh, with some individuals, guys, is the fact that, you know, you can have I mean, this guy is a beautiful specimen. However, if you cannot shape your body efficiently, what's going to happen is you're going to look stacked. You know, you yeah. look like a little compressed dense person that has some great muscle, but if he had, if he leaned out what, let's say 10 15 pounds of muscle and reshaped himself, he'll be awesome. But but he, he would he would never probably do that because no. he'll lose right, yeah. You know I mean? He'll
0: lose he'll lose the size game, then I think it's kind of yeah, exactly. kinda, yeah exactly. his midsection is just a little bit wide. I think it's just exactly. a little bit he's just a little bit distended, but I mean, um yeah, I mean it's other you know other, other than that it's it's going to be a great show. Um, I'm excited um, to see the outcome of what's what's been going on. Um, also the the 212 competition, which is the they can only weigh up to 212 pounds at the Indianapolis Pro. Congratulations to Tony Bur- uh, Burton, I think is his name. Um, this was his pro debut, and he ended up winning the show. So, wow! Congratulations to him. He looked fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean I just don't see um, I just don't see Blessing really placing as high as he kind of hyped himself up to be, I think he'll probably be better. Um, he works with Chad Nichols. Um, I know Chad's a great coach. I mean, Chad coached Ronnie Coleman, um, Flex Wheeler. Um, yeah. You know, he's yeah. coached all kinds of, he's coached so many champions. Like uh, he coaches the current Mr. Olympia, uh, big Rami. I mean, he's, I know Chad's going to make him look better for this show. No doubt, yeah. but
1: yeah,
0: they, um, that's just why you don't, that's why you don't run your mouth guys.
1: Well, 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 the the, the funny thing is, you know, maybe Chad, you know, threw him in there and was like, "Listen, just go as you are," and and so you can actually get get the the true feel of what it is to be in a competition, especially this is his first competition. So now it may be a surprise, like, okay, well, we're gonna have a week to actually now do the work we have to get done you
0: know? Right. So we'll see. Well, I, I you know, I, I think there's a, there's a big, and for those of you who don't know, there's a big difference between between amateur competing and, and pro competing and yeah. um, blessing dominated the amateur scene at a really young age, really fast. Um, he won the overall at the Arnold sports festival, I think like three years ago. And um, you know, cause nobody's really compared to him as an amateur, but it's like, now it's like as a pro, it's like it's a whole new story, and I understand that he wanted to kind of be the bad guy and to generate all this hype around himself yep. and to promote yep. himself. But yep. you got to understand: like, the, the, ask Floyd Mayweather, ask you know some of these guys, ask Conor McGregor, ask what comes yeah. along with being the bad yep. guy in sports. It comes along with um, mm-hmm. shit talking when you don't pull through
1: exactly. from what you
0: said was going to happen. So
1: exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, and, and even though Conor McGregor last year, you, you know, he was the highest paid athlete last year. I think he made like $180 million, something crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, of like, the May, because of the Mayweather fight, pretty much, or like in, well, him generating all that money off that, then increased well, it, it, his popularity. It was that, and also he had another fight, but also it, it was mostly from the uh, his partnership with the uh, whiskey brand. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I was like, wait a minute, I got start selling whiskey, bro. I mean, I think it's crazy. <laughs> But 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 in saying that uh, in saying that the, the funny thing is again going to any sort of competition you have to stay humble and yes yeah you know we, we assume that a lot of talker are is going to get the most um, likes and the most look at and that's why everyone assumes that Connor, you know has all these endorsements that's not the reason why Connor got all those endorsements because early on he was quiet he was a quiet guy coming through the ranks and then all of a sudden when the UFC start start to not want to give him the contracts. That's when he started to, start to talk, talk crap. And then he got the, the big contracts, and now he's a loudmouth, and now it, it brings the money. Floyd Mayweather, the reason why he can still command $25 million to fight, or even more than that, He, he I think his base is like twenty five mil plus he gets like a third of the door type thing, so he can get a $100 million to fight. He doesn't lose. He backs yeah. up everything type thing. But again, those are totally different sports, guys. Totally different sports. Yeah. I mean, imagine... Imagine, um, you know, I used to play baseball and I was throwing like 94, 95 miles an hour fastballs. Imagine you are in high school. I'm still throwing 94, 95 miles an hour. You never actually ever met anyone who could throw at heart. You still used to, you know, your top pitcher throwing like 76 miles an hour, right? And yeah. I throw three fastballs right, right by your chin. What's going to happen? You're like, oh, this is a different level. I say, like, hell yeah, it's a different level. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. it, it, it's, it's really just that you know, and and when I did go to AAA baseball, it was like, okay, everyone throws ninety. Okay, great. So I'm not special anymore. So right. and everyone hit a four hundred, you know, foot uh, home run. So I'm not special anymore. So is that that, that diamond in the rough that makes everything different? In amateurs, yes, you can, you can knock everyone out in the park. Hell that's just the whole T- Tim Tebow thing T- Tim Tebow, when he was playing oh, minor leagues, whatever in baseball, yeah. you know, yeah. he was hitting the ball and all this other stuff, but he never made it to the pros. Why? He didn't, he was not that diamond in the rough. He was just a regular guy who was just super athletic. He's an right. athletic, athletic build. He is. He's a monster. You know, I personally think that he should be in a different sport altogether. Forget about football, forget about baseball, go into a different sport. How about wrestling, bro? I mean, you'd be awesome wrestling. Maybe
0: possibility yeah I mean, you know I, it, it might help him with his blocking I, I, that's another thing is like it's like i'm like how do you how do you sign a guy as a tight end he's never he's never blocked a you know offensive line you know a defensive lineman his whole entire career i mean like he's gonna be i mean like really like you're gonna expect him to be out there blocking shaquille barrett like i mean what is what is the what is the thought process here urban meyer like i don't bro, understand bro. what's going on <laughs> with yeah. this with this deal <laughs> i mean i understand the ticket i understand the ticket thing like Thank selling you. tickets okay. selling jerseys okay. i get it smart
1: idea he's but, a he's a hometown boy he is he's from know, jacksonville yeah I you mean, know, he's a hometown boy they, they live like three doors down from each other they never lost contact hell but um timbo tebow when um myers was coaching ohio state he was like well i guess i'm an ohio state fan now Oh, I'm like, wow. yo, yeah, so yeah. you did hear that one. Yes. Yeah, so so yeah. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. So you're so loyal to this guy that when he changes schools, you're dumping your alma mater and now saying you're an Ohio fan now, dude. Right. And I mean, and trust me, I get it, but the disrespect, man. I mean, how, how many guys I know who's sitting on a couch right now or in a right. gym right now trying to get back into the league more than capable? Um, and I was reading today how you know people were trying to compare him and Colin Kaepernick, which is completely different. It's completely right. different. So I, is. I'm not even going. That's a whole rabbit hole. I wouldn't go down. Um, you know, that's a, that's a right. huge rabbit hole. Right. However, I'll say this: How about the guys that can play a position still at a higher level? Who is that's been their only position they've ever played right. at a higher level? You know what I mean, look at West. I mean, look,
0: look at our friend Wes Saunders, um, their mutual I, friend West Saunders. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He played for the Indianapolis Colts. This guy's been a tight end his whole career. Um, you know, whole career. Yeah, I mean, like it's not like, and it's if you're telling me that Tim Tebow's more capable. I mean, West like sp- spends his whole time. You look at this guy's Instagram. Go to West Saunders' Instagram. This guy does backflips on the beach. <laughs> like he's spending his yeah. whole yeah. his whole entire day dedicated to bettering his health bettering his mind like really focusing on his performance yeah this guy's still a free agent you know what i mean i'm not sure if he even has you know i i'm you know him better than i do i'm not sure if he even has you know willingness to go back into playing professional football or not um you know i'm sure you'd be you would consider the thought i mean i'm sure you'd have to at least consider it if someone gave you the offer um but you know this is also you know (laughs) to me like to me this is to them to me that them signing Tim Tebow to me is a it's a marketing ploy um, to the you know to Sean Khan who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. this is a ticket selling point um, you know it's a you know let's get the crowd route up because let's be there there's something about this dude that like mm-hmm. he holds some kind of mystique of to like yeah. you know, if he does something great, it like makes people go nuts. Like there's going to be something there, and I think like it's also kind of an idea of okay, we got this guy who we drafted number one overall, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, how do we take the pressure off of Trevor Lawrence coming in in his pro debut? Yeah, supposed to be the savior of the Jacksonville Jaguars. How do we take that pressure off of him? Maybe a little bit. Maybe throw it onto somebody else. True. You know, it could maybe be because I don't think, let's be real, Tim Tebow is not going to have his hand in the dirt 45 out of 60 plays blocking these defensive linemen. They're not going to do it. So, to me, the idea is they're probably going to play him as like an H-back. They're going to put him in the backfield. You know, they're going to do some wheel routes with him. They're going to do some, you know, wildcat plays where they're going to switch the ball up and have him throw the ball, you know, to Trevor Lawrence or somebody else down the field because Trevor Lawrence is very athletic. Trevor Lawrence can run. I mean, like, he's very. Oh, yeah. He's a very physical runner, so I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of plays that you could create off of putting this guy on your team if he actually is has the ability to kind of recreate some of the stuff that he was doing. But that was also six years ago, it right? It's like, ago. yeah, and you yeah. got to update yeah. your resume like what, like every six months, every season, you know, yeah. rel- you know, r- yeah. roughly. So I mean, like, you know, I, I mean, okay, so people said, you know, they when Brady kind of lost it the year prior they were like oh you know brady's done you know he's not updating his resume anymore this is who he is now and then he went to tampa and was like okay i'll show you who i am now and like he ends up winning a yeah. super bowl yeah. but he's also tom brady and he never he never stopped playing there's a whole difference in oh. continuously playing and then stopping for 6 years and then coming back big difference yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, um, I mean, again, I was offered to, to play in you know, a you know in another amateur league uh when I first moved here to Florida and I hadn't played baseball like professionally in in years after that. Right. I went out there for like a week or so, I was like, no, <laughs> this is a different <laughs> level am i ready to get my my mind and body back in shape because again it's largely a whole mindset to get your get yourself back into and yes get your body back in shape to be able to to throw the ball every day you know hundreds of times and all these other things so and yes he, he's a beast he's a specimen and all these great things however you know not getting hit in the last six years um and, and then even when he was playing you know when he was at florida Always told everyone, I said, look, he's not a quarterback. He, he he's a glorified H back. Right. You know yeah. Yes. I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, he was running the ball. He was throwing the ball. Some, but he was mostly running the ball. And yada yada yada. So um, when he was with the Patriots, you know, Belichick was like, listen, I'll have you here as quarterback. We'll have you here, but let's put you in other positions. Almost like what um, what what Taysom is doing with the Saints. I'm mean, happy yeah. in a, as, as quarterback, but. You, you can do, dude, you, you're a weapon, you know, uh, you know, right. it's like, if you think back to um, uh, Stewart years ago, when, when, when he was playing with, with the Steelers, um, you, know, yeah. they, they hashtag, you know, they call him hashtag, you know, they call him slash cause he, he was the quarterback. He was punt returning. He was doing all these things. So, but Tebow was like, no, I'm a quarterback. And yes, I, I, I trust me. I, I love the fact that he stuck to his guns. He want to be a right. quarterback. However, you know, and again, I love Tebow, you know, I, I, I love his. Yeah, he's I love a great, he's a great thinking. guy. He's a great guy oh, yeah, doing definitely. great things. Like you can tell oh, definitely. for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. You know, but my, my issue is the same issues that came like up my statement towards is more so we all know as a, a marketing employee, we all know that mm-hmm. it is one year contract is probably going to be for one year you know, because if he's going to keep doing the same thing, because the, the thing that Belichick wouldn't do with him was turn him to, you know, a, a Wes Walker, but where he's like, okay, because Wes Walker was a quarterback and also Julian Edelman was also quarterbacks in, in college as well. Right. That's right. And, yeah. And and, and and they switched, you know, and these guys are hall of fame stellar type guys, you know, and, and, and trust me, they were used to the, to the fullest ability and he wouldn't do the same thing with uh with, with Tebow, in fact, so I'm hoping that Tebow is like, oh, wait a minute, I'm actually have more fun, not you know being the guy, not controlling the game, but just playing the game, and right. that was also his his thing. He was like, listen, the reason why I saw myself as a quarterback because the quarterback controls the game. They is the rhythm, the tempo is is the I'm I'm the general. You're the as he's a yeah. exactly, the, as the as as he's short now. You know, he you now he's like, well, I, I I can be a role player now. I can be the guy that. Would do a little something but i'm still playing the game because i still love the game i get it i understand that but it, it, it's just that we, we have to i have too many friends and too many clients and too many people i know sitting on a, on a on a couch right now that you know are bigger than him has like you know more experience than him has, right. and i mean it, it, it can do the same job but but again hey right. as another commentator said they were like listen we understand everything that's going on and we know it's a, it's a market ploy things of that sort. But at the same token, what it's really about is making sure that the integrity of the game is the integrity of the game. And this is not about ability. This is about your connections. And in NFL, as you know, it's not about your ability. It's about your connections, about you know, who you gel with. Because I know some guys that, you know, they were crappy. They were, they, they were yeah. okay. Right. And they had good relationships. With the coaches that okay, well, I know he can play a position well enough where he's not going to screw it up. We're going to lose a game, so okay, right. let's keep him on the team. You know, that's how it works itself out, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm curious to see what he does. You know, how they use him. In the, I, and like, look, I'm an Ohio State fan, right? Like, I love Urban Meyer. I mean, like, I'm a huge Urban Meyer fan. I mean, like, he was yeah. the, arguably the greatest coach. We, I mean, Ryan day's great. I love Ryan Day. Don't get me wrong, but Urban mm-hmm. Meyer is something special about him. I mean. You know he's he's won you know you know countless you know I think he's behind hasn't been around, like three national championships I think like three national yeah. championships yeah uh, with with two different schools yeah and yep. um you know Nick Saban is great um but <laughs> look at how many yeah. national championships Nick Saban has won yeah college football Nick Saban also tried at one point, to go and be a head coach in the NFL. For those of you who don't know, it didn't really work out that well. Because Nick right, Saban is back in Alabama. Yeah I, was, seasons, yeah, 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 I think it was – yeah, it wasn't – yeah, I think it might have been just yeah. one season. Um, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, it was disaster. And yeah. he's – because obviously yeah, everybody knows he's back in Alabama being the head coach, yeah. still winning national championships. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, now, Jimmy Johnson did it.
0: Yeah, he's, Jimmy, the he he's the only one. He's the yeah,
1: only yeah, one. He's the only one. It's funny because you know, Jimmy Johnson did it, and he could have kept going. He could have yeah. kept you – know, right. And, but he went out his own – Yes, he, him and Jerry Jones had issues, and you know, he, he left, whatever. But – Doesn't, every, every, game, Dallas <laughs> doesn't right? every Dallas coach. Doesn't every Dallas coach. And the crazy thing was he could have gone to another team. He could have gone to another team. He was like, you know what? I'm done coaching. Especially in the NFL, I'm done. I'm done because it's a, it's a right. different it's a different model when you're in college you're dealing with a bunch of you know hormonal kids so with things that sort and these kids are just wanting to play because they want to get to, get to that next level when right. you get to the next level you have a bunch of hormonal young men because again these kids are mostly in their 20s right young men hormonal with a bunch of money holy crap right it's like it's a huge mess so it's a PR mess it's a babysitting mess it's a owner's mess it's it's all this stuff going on behind the scenes people that have no clue what really goes on oh yeah you have a football team and and he was like you know what I did my thing I won all these championships I think what he he coached for six years if that and he won what what two or three championships he was like yeah, so I, think yeah he, I
0: think he won three, right? I think he won three.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three, so... And, and it, it, it wasn't as if he coached for 10 years because he didn't really coach for a, a long period of time. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And
0: he's a Hall of Fame coach now, so... Exactly, um, exactly. Being, yeah, so, like... Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Urban Meyer will... I, I personally have... If anybody could, could read, go and do what he did and take yeah. over an NFL mantle like Jimmy Johnson did... Yeah. Um, I, I I have no doubt because of just who, who Urban Meyer is oh, I yeah. think he could easily go into an NFL team and because he just has the attitude the mentality of knowing how to control these guys he has a Bill Belichick type of mentality yep. and right. that's what right. made him so successful at two completely different programs yes um you know wow. so yeah. I, to me that's what's going to make him a, an effective head coach i believe in jacksonville i mean i'm i'm personally i'm a little bit worried about his health because i know that he took a step back from coaching because yeah. of you know stress from coaching was causing um you know His, he has a, I believe he has a, I don't want to say a tumor, but he has a cyst, I believe on his brain and they were uh, assuming that the high stress levels were continuously causing it to grow and they didn't want to remove it because they said, you know, this could be a risky surgery. You know, we don't want to put you under that risk. So, um, you know, the idea was just to try to see if they could shrink it and try to see if he could live with it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he actually yeah. He, he went through uh, what was called a, a gamma knife, which is like yeah, you go okay. in there and you sort of like you know, you don't cut it because it's called a knife, but you shoot it with a bunch of gamma rays and okay. slowly to shrink it. And obviously, it, it, it shrank some. I actually, unfortunately, unfortunately, my mother actually went through the same thing with a, okay. a gamma knife and things of that sort. Her shrank. I mean, I think half the size, and and she's as crazy as ever. So, um. I, <laughs> love your mom yeah. but um but, <laughs> look, but yeah i mean I, I, the same thing happened with him just went there with a gamma knife and you know um it's not really a whole lot of medication you could take but it's your lifestyle right. things like that and it yeah. should be good um but but again i mean i, I almost think the the nfl coaching because because um, bruce Arians, you know went through some other health, health issues that's the reason why he's out coaching in the carters for for a little bit um then he came back in and now he's, he's a you know super bowl champion but but again it is 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 really the stress a lot of the coaches put on themselves. And then they sort of mm-hmm. realize wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's like, I'm just managing this thing. I might, I might having to do like the whole college thing where, I'm, you know, it's, it's a little bit more intense. Right. You know, it's constant. It's 24 seven with the whole college thing because it's this draft. It's just recruiting. is then scouting. It's, it's over, and over and over and over again. With NFL, it's more so like you'll you have some months off type thing. You know? That's true. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. I mean, I hope that he can kind of, you know, not put so much pressure on himself um like he did at Ohio State and I hope he stays healthy because um, yeah, I mean I but you know I think he will be successful with Jacksonville um you know I don't I don't know how Trevor Lawrence is going to play I guess you know we'll see um you know it's it's I I, yeah. I think that um I think he has great potential I mean just from like I, first of all I think I think all of those guys right coming out of college they always all they know how to play football like they know how to throw the yeah. ball. That's not the issue. Yeah. The issue yeah. comes into play is like, okay, now can you read defenses? Yeah. Can you make changes on the fly? Can you audible on the fly? Yeah. Can you, do you have the strength, the presence on the field to command a team, to be the leader of a team? Can you, yeah. can you make, can you become the person that these guys trust and put their whole entire faith into? And like trust you that you're gonna win them the game. That's what it comes down to, I think. And like that's what's made Tom Brady so successful, is he is like not the most athletic guy on the field. He's not the biggest guy on the field, he's not the strongest guy, he's definitely not the fastest guy on the field.
1: Nope. But he is the best. Yeah.
0: Not exactly. Yeah. But he's the he's a chess master at football. And that is what has made people so faithful in him when they're playing for him playing with him on the field, they feel and trust him 100% that he will always make maybe not the right decision, but what he believes is the best decision in that moment. So that's what it comes down to, I think, with these guys. Are, Are they going to be able to do that? Is Trevor Lawrence going to be able to become that person coming out of a program like Clemson where a guy like Dabo Sweeney made a lot of those tough decisions for him?
1: For him. Yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. You know, and and, and I I will take it to, you know, what one, one of my favorite guys to to watch. I'm mean, gonna my favorite players, but if you look at Lamar Jackson, you know, yeah. um, phenomenal athlete. You know, he has the cannon for, for arm. You know, he he can seriously throw the ball on a dime, you know, 50 yards out. Uh, however, you know, with his athleticism, he's now pulling himself back a little too much and trying to do the perfect pass and things of like that. So yeah, that's so not well, him, yeah. You, you, you can't get hurt, you get hurt, you can't get hurt, you can't get hurt. And, and it looked like last year, how many times he was sacked, how many times he was intercepted, you know, right. big games. I mean, the, the Ravens were blown out of games that all they did was actually sit back in, in their two, three zone, you know, it zoned it to death. So, okay, let's play the pass, let's play the run. Let's play a pass, let's play the run. So he wasn't able to reread the defense. And that's yep. like he, he He's not going to flip the script, because I'm quite sure he's going to come back with a completely different set of, um, like, mentality. I think so. but, what, yeah. Yeah, but what actually happened with him was his first two years, he was so successful that he wasn't losing enough to where it got to him mentally. Last year, he lost enough where it got to him mentally. So when he got behind in a game, they rarely... Really, if you saw the stats came back to win because when he got down he was like, okay it's just I'm, I'm done you know so that's another part of it, is the fact that, that you know i mean the comparison earlier you know all these guys could run a a four 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 or four, five or whatever so they're all fast they're all super fast you know you know yeah. and, and they get everyone super strong because again you, you're getting the best of the best out of the college and then right when you make the team you're getting the best of the best of the best that's on the team So now, how can you now use it as a motivator to now pick yourself up? The the reason why you know for a long time, of course, I I I hated Tom Brady because it was like, man, this guy's just so so freaking good. And I also I hated Peyton Manning. But the reason why I started to love these guys, it was the fact that they start making sacrifices with themselves financially. They're like, you know, I I don't want a mixed contract why would I want a max contract look at myself when I can use an extra million dollars to throw to this player, to keep him around. Right. Cause he's my blessed, my actually best blocker and all these other things. So Brady did that almost his entire career right. at new England. You know, he was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Nope. nope no max contract. Give me like 80% in the rest to sprinkle it around to keep the guys to make sure that we can have this core team right here. Yeah. You know?
0: And I, I think but, that my biggest problem with Trevor Lawrence, started, but, um, my biggest problem with Trevor Lawrence is I'm not sure. I'm not convinced at this point that he's focused enough on football.
1: No. oh, You want those guys? Come on. man. Okay. okay. But so, so because okay, no, let me wait, explain. Wait.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to break it down. I'll break it down for you. Real quick. Okay, okay. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> here's, here's, here's why, here's why. And this is why I'm not convinced is because, First of all, he was, I mean, this guy's been a five-star recruit his whole entire career. I mean, like, came out of one of the best high schools as a five-star recruit. Um, You know, pretty much took over the starting job after Deshaun Watson, um, went to the NFL, easy, no issues, went straight into national championship, wins a national championship, his first time out um you know he he, and and obviously okay when you go to Ohio State when you go to Clemson when you go to Alabama you're gonna have the best offensive lines in all of college football
1: in the the country of course yeah
0: yeah you're not you're not at risk for really getting that sacked that many times a game you would have to be pretty slow Mm -hmm. you know just movement wise to be getting sacked a lot during a a game with your with one of those teams especially inside of your conference Right Now, maybe it changes a little bit when you go and start playing in the playoffs, but for the most part, his whole career, he's been pretty safe. Um, He didn't have to make really quick, fast decisions, Um, you know, um, most of his football career. My thing is, is that, um, you know... He comes from a great program. He's obviously, you know, Mel Kuyper said he's one of the top recruits in college football that he's actually ever seen in his whole year of, you know, his whole time of analyzing football statistics and college, yeah. you know, players and all this going to the NFL, which says a lot because he has a lot of experience. But Trevor Lawrence made a statement before the NFL draft where he yeah. said that he felt like he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. And he said he doesn't really feel like he's that guy that is, you know, coming in there and, and saying that, you know, I'm going to win a Super Bowl. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's Super Bowl or bust, you know, for me, and that I'm going to put everything yeah. I have. It's like, and he's also like, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but to me, I feel like he's very, very focused on societal issues and very focused, um, you know, he's got a girlfriend, him and his girlfriend. They're very focused Wife on creating. Now. Wife now. Okay. Wife now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> always, <laughs> always. <get> married. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> 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 but, um, you know, they're very focused on, you know, social justice issues, raising, doing these charity things, events. and And look, that's great. I think it's great. You want to raise money. You want to do those things. I think using your presence online is a great thing. But look at LeBron James's career real quick. LeBron James is probably the biggest athlete right now in all of sports for social justice. Now you can criticize him all you want in his last little endeavor that he did on Twitter. Okay, yeah, I get it. You know, he maybe didn't go about things 100% correctly at that time. We all make mistakes. We all do things out of emotion. We all make posts sometimes that we shouldn't have made, and we end up taking it back. <laughs> I've done it several times. Trust me.
1: Oh yeah, just did it, I
0: just did it yeah. last. week. Yeah. This did it last week. <laughs> uh, this is this is why this is why we have smart women in our lives that tell us to take those posts back down. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, LeBron James obviously left that post up a little bit too long, got a lot of criticism. But my whole point is, when LeBron James was building his career, becoming who he is. He wasn't focused so much on that. He was more focused on winning championships than he was focused on societal issues because he knew that he couldn't really be the voice that he wanted to probably be if he didn't become LeBron James that we know today. And he ended up doing that. And now I think that he's kind of where he wants to be career wise. He's like, okay, the pressure is kind of off of me to the point where. I'm not I'm not being like I'm in the conversation of whether I'm one of the greatest of all time or not like that. Yeah. I'm in the conversation. You can't take yeah. me out of the conversation. I'm here now. Yeah. So now he's the kind of like using his voice. He's like, OK, well, I want to be the leader of the NBA. I want to be the leader when, when it comes to stance on social justice issues and those kind of things. And like, mm-hmm. but that came much farther down the line for him. Yeah. And I'm just worried that Trevor Lawrence is not that focused right now on football than he is so much maybe focused on other things outside of football. You know, if I'm hiring, if I'm bringing you on as a first-round draft pick, number one overall, as the CEO of the football team, I want you to bleed for football. I want you to come onto my team and say, I want to give everything and more to win this team a Super Bowl because let's get real, Jacksonville hasn't even had a name in the NFL for the past, like, Twenty years. I mean, like, exactly. when was the last time they even were in the question
1: to be competitive? I, mean, well, yeah, I think it was like ten to twelve to fifteen years ago, they actually had a pretty decent team or something like that. But, 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 but to 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 jump on that, and I, I just trust me, I understand everything you're saying. Yeah. And I, I used to live, eat, sleep, you know, whether it was mixed martial arts, whether it was um, when I was surfing, or whether it was when I was playing baseball. But the thing that I always did, I'll be honest with you. I always focus on my attention on how I'm gonna decompress from all of that. And yep. from a person that actually has so uh, almost a, sim- sort of a similar mentality like Trevor, I wanna say I, I understand where he's going through because so many people put so much pressure on themselves to, okay, I, I need to go in there and I need to start you winning know, immediately. He's like, listen, it's a process. And in another interview to, to, to answer uh, um, that right. tweet he put out or whatever, right. he, he said, he say, listen, no, I'm not saying that everything else is more important. He said what it is, is I'm much more than just a football player. However, right. I wake up 4 a.m. every morning and do my and put my work in every day. I'm in the film room. I'm doing all those things and even more even before he was even drafted. So I don't have a fear that he's going to put the work in and things like that. So will his, his um, outside extracurricular activities, you know, outshine? I don't really think it is you know although mm-hmm. already what he, he's already you he start donating money to the jacksonville area for the, the boys and girls he is, club and things he is of that sort he is. so Which is I good mean, I, I, that's not a bad thing yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but again it's like to me people have, have said the same thing you were saying where he's like oh wow, i don't think he's focused enough i'm like well you know if he's not walking around saying i'm gonna win a championship people said well, well what's the purpose of doing this his purpose is like, listen, I'm trying to develop who I am first and foremost. I, I can't worry about winning a championship until right. I, I I don't have a playbook yet. You know what I mean? It's like That's I, I got to see yeah. what I'm working with and see what, you know, again, their offensive line has, has always been crap. So if my offensive line is crap, am I going to have to be a Lamar Jackson his first year where he didn't have an offensive line? That was all Lamar doing everything and scoring those touchdowns on his own. And then when they start to also build a team around me because they drafted some picks and made some trades, but they still really didn't have him built a team around his kit yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I think he's being sort of reserved, like, OK, I'm going to see what I'm able to do in the system that they put me in. And Urban is the first year coach here. So we're all going to learn together. And again, right. it. it, it in this gladiator type uh, environment where, you know, we see football players as gladiators, if you're not saying that you know, cut someone's head off and put it on a, on a stick, you know, everyone's saying, oh, you're soft. You know what I mean? Again, he, he yeah. has the long hair. He's kind of a pretty boy type thing. It's the same thing Tom Brady went through for a long time. Oh, he's a pretty boy. He's a pretty boy so he start winning all those championships, right? It's true, yeah. So, so it's going to be sort of the same thing. I mean, uh, I would love to uh, see that Urban and Bill Belichick has been sitting down and, and going through. Some and plays because um tom coughlin you know was the gm down at, at jacksonville for a long time right you know, and, and from my estimation i think bill belichick is going to be out of the new england uh game in the next few years in, in my opinion you know it's like it, you know I, I know he and Kraft has a have a really good relationship and he's a gm of the patriots as well but I, I mean, maybe he'll move down to Jacksonville. Imagine if he and, and Urban get together and start crafting some ideas. I mean, that will be a beautiful relationship right there as well. And then with this new kid right here, I mean, I, I love Trevor Lawrence, not because of the fact that I'm an ACC fan, right? I love the kid because of the fact that he's always been consistent in how he played, how he's acted on the field, off the field. I love the fact that, and when he was in a losing situation, he didn't fold. He was always the one being the leader of the team, pulling the offense together, telling the offense what to do type thing. So even when there were little fights in the field, he was the one pushing everyone back. He never was like, okay, well, I'm the star, so I need to sit on the sideline and protect myself. He, he was always in that mix of everything. That's, That's true. why I actually like the kid.
0: What didn't they? They also drafted um, Travis Etienne. Um, oh. didn't, they, didn't they? Didn't they? They took him as well, yes. right? Yeah, so yes. With, I was like, <laughs> so, yeah, that's they They took the quarterback and the running back dynamic duo from Clemson. It's the first time in history that they've ever taken yes. a running back quarterback in a quarterback in the same draft. Right. So, yeah, in the
1: same draft, bro. So, I mean, and, and yes, he, he's, he's going to have a lot of comfort. And then if he had people there as like, OK, I'm taking the spotlight off you a little bit. So right. I need for you to learn. And then the one thing I don't want uh, uh, Tebow to do is actually try to teach the kid how to, how to be a quarterback. I'm yeah. let's like, not, no. let's not
0: do that. Yeah. Let's not, <laughs> let's not have Tebow try to teach him how to read defenses or anything. That would be, uh, exactly. that, would, that could be a disaster. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I, I think that obviously, I mean, you can't, Urban Meyer is going to work with him. I know for a fact, he'll work with him. He'll coach him up. Uh, he'll put him through yeah. a great program. In my opinion, I think out of all the quarterbacks taken I think the one that has the potential to be the most outshining is um, Trey Lance who went to the 49ers because I, yeah. I think he is yeah. in the reason being is I think because he's the most athletic and I think that he has, he's in the best position quarterback coaching wise. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, Play style, Yeah, In any Shanahan you have, right. here is just straight quarterback. You know what I mean? And, and, and I, I honestly think that, if you look at the way Trey Lance plays and moves, it, even his body type, he looks like you know Kaepernick. I mean, it's yeah. like we're Deshaun yeah. Watson.
0: I think mean, you get Deshaun yeah, Watson yeah, too. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It, exactly. It's like they had that same body structure, and also if you look at what they did in college versus you know the, the pros as well. I think he has that beautiful crossover building being under the tutelage of a Shanahan. And, and trust me, I, I'm not a huge Shanahan fan because when they were with my team, Washington, you know, we didn't Ooh, do very yeah. much. Yeah. We didn't well, do very yeah, much you know, but above. that
0: was, you know, RG3, I think, was the was the focal point of creating that team. And when yeah. he got hurt, you know, they kind of lost, I think, the
1: hope and the ability to what they were trying to build around. They gave away too much to get him. Oh, yeah, you know? 100%. And, yeah, and, 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 and trust me, I I love RG3, but the same token – Coming out of Baylor, we already knew that he had, a, had knee issues. We already, we already knew that. He, he was like hanging on by threads. So it, it just proved the point that, you know, he should have either stayed in a year or he actually just should have sat on the sidelines a lot longer, but again, you know, Snyder wanted to push him forward a little bit more. This kid, Trey Lance, has not had any major injuries. He's been in a lot of these great football camps, and he's right. been with a coach that's actually developed him you know, long term. Now, to come to the pro level to be under Shanahan is going to be something that's going to be very, very nice to see. And a Bears got, got, got a nice pick um, as well. Now, the only thing with the Bears. Did. Yes. The Bears is like, I mean, it's like they, 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 it's,
0: I'm like, uh, I I think that they're going to be more successful if they can try to recreate the defensive powerhouse that they used to be. Exactly. Exactly. To me, I think that was their, always their biggest strong point was being like this powerhouse from the North. That was like this defensive wall that you just could not get through. Exactly. I think if they tried to build a team around Justin Fields, um, Listen, I'm a big Justin Fields fan. He did some phenomenal things for Ohio oh, yeah. State. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, I'm sad to see him go, but he, to me, and under an NFL team as the leader, he's not your savior. I don't believe he's the person that's going to be like, let me jump in here, say that he's just too young, first of all. I mean, he doesn't have. You can take somebody like Brady and put them on your team and say this guy's gonna be our savior. Yeah, well, he's he's been there a million times. He's been yeah. to to more Super Bowls than any player in history. Exactly. I mean, he has the tool set, the experience, the knowledge, everything to take your team from being yeah. the you know the laughingstock of your conference to the Super Bowl champion. He has
1: the ability to do that. Yeah, a but, guy coming long- out of college doesn't, you know. Yeah, no, but 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 how long did Brady sit? Though? And, and see, th- th- this, this is the thing that Brady did this sit. He, where, sat, he sat.
0: for a while. Justin Fields is going to be thrown in the three fire.
1: Years. Yeah. And, and see, th- this is the sad part about seeing what's played out today. Yeah, it's you a new know, school I mean, way of thinking. Yeah, exactly. Brady sat. I think three years before yeah. so got hurt. You know. Yeah. um Aaron Rodgers sat. How many years? You know. Say so uh, say so he
0: said two or two or three years
1: behind Brett Favre. I, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, and Brett Favre wouldn't let him get any first uh, no. team snaps at no. all. He no. was like, "No, yeah, down. You know, this is my team. You know, right. eventually one day maybe I'll, I'll I'll let you take it over." Right. But but, but again, it's like but but nowadays, I mean. The, Look at Tua. I mean, Tua had just come off a of freaking hip surgery. What, let's not by talk the grace about my God, Dolphins, man. <laughs> by by yeah. the grace of God, you know, he, he was able to have it repaired. You know what I mean? And then it's yeah. like he's sitting, he's sitting, he's sitting. And then I'm like, I'm like, Flores, like, like, what are you doing, bro? I'm like, Fitz is is, is balling mm-hmm. out. And then of a sudden, on yeah. a bye? On a bye, you're throwing. I'm like, what? I mean, uh, it's <laughs> It
0: pains me to talk about, man. The Dolphins, my Dolphins are
1: another story entirely, man. I- um, but- the, the, the I, Dolphins or yeah. the D League. I mean the, the Dolphins and the Marlins are like a D League for for, for, for the regular league. It's like you, you have all these great players that go to other teams and now you know they're making millions of dollars a <laughs> years and Pro Bowls and everything else. You know. So well, we got we got
0: Jalen Waddle, dude. We got Jalen Waddle now it's in the draft and
1: he's gonna be kid. paired up
0: with Tua. He's gonna be paired up with Tua. That, I think that he's gonna be one of the most dangerous yeah. wide receivers in the NFL. He's going to oh, be, yeah. to me, I think he's going
1: to be the next Tyreek Hill. I mean, I really see that potential. I, I see him as a, a young Deshaun Jackson.
0: Oh, yeah, I can see that too, yeah.
1: Know, right, you know, he has that same body structure. He's like, what, six foot, six foot one, but blazing speed and hands. The, the thing that I love about um, him is the fact that he, he said in an interview, he said, listen, he said, I trust my hands over my body. And the the, uh, the interviewer was like, what do you mean? He was like, a lot of guys catch their body. You know, the, right. they got to trap yeah. the ball in. Yeah. He said, he said I, I trust my hands way too much. And if you see most of his catches, he has those hands ready. So, I mean, dare I see the, the next Jerry Rice? D- dare I say that? <laughs> you know, c- come I on. Mean- I mean... The, the,
0: Way faster. He's way faster than Jerry Rice.
1: I mean, I think... But way that, faster. He yeah. can jump way higher. Um, yeah. So if he stays healthy, man, if he stays healthy... That's, and I'm, that's I'm the thing. That's that, the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm happy that, you know, he was hurt. He came back. He played in national championship. He lived around a little bit, but he still... Did not overextend himself. It's not fact, he, he didn't play the national championship. He, played, he did. He, he, he caught
0: he caught three passes. He yeah, caught yeah, three yeah, passes. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He caught yeah. three passes for like a
0: for like a stupid amount of yards for somebody who was hurt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> was I, like 124 yards, something like that. It was something crazy. So so it, it's like you know, it, it, he was still hurt, bro. He was still hurt. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. he was still hurt. Yeah. So so you're sitting here That's like okay, yeah, he's he, he, he still hurt. 124 yards is ridiculous but it the same in the same token it's like imagine when he's full speed and then he's able to read the defenses Yes, the defensive backs you know are, are now you know like almost twice his size you know coming out 210 6364 right. you know uh cornerbacks and, and safeties but at the same token most are going to be as fast as this kid you know so we'll see
0: yeah, I mean, I, I, I think him pairing up with Tua
1: too is going to take a lot of pressure off of
0: Tua because Tua's oh, yeah. going to be like, okay, I know where this guy's going, I know how he's going to catch the ball, I know exactly. where he, we can we can think up plays on our own. I'm excited about that. I personally, I was hoping that the Dolphins would have taken uh, Najee Harris because I think we needed a running yes. back that was oh. like powerful because yes. I think that's what we had in Kenyon Drake and yes. Jay and John. If you look at the seasons that the Dolphins had. The past five years, and there's not many. Yeah. But in the past yeah. five years, the ones that seem like they were like the most like on the edge of like success yeah. is when they had Jay Ajayi, yeah, who ended up going to the Philadelphia Eagles, which ended up actually being a, an actual not a bad trade because Ajayi ended up getting like just going downhill, straight downhill right. in performance, oh, yeah. but. You had him. You had um, Kenyon Drake. After him, who ended up going to the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. um, who was also just you know another Alabama, actually another Alabama running yeah, back who exactly. was phenomenal. Um, but to me, that's when they were on the edge. When they had those guys, they were on the edge of actually breaking into that playoff realm and yeah. being successful. I, I, I think, and to me, I saw that because I was like, okay, we got Najee, get Najee Harris. He's he knows Tua again. You got another Tua Alabama pairing. Um, yeah. He can, he can, he can catch passes out of the backfield and make, you know, 20, 30 yards out of that. He can oh, yeah. Definitely. run Definitely. over defenders. He can push people out of the way. And it takes pressure off of Tua because Tua doesn't have to throw the ball so much to actually make the play exactly. with Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddell is really great, but you got to get the ball to him and you got to get exactly. the ball to him without getting sacked. And that's exactly. the issue is like the Dolphins don't have the greatest offensive line in pro football right now. And, you know, he's very vulnerable. So, yeah,
1: they've been trading, though. As, as they did
0: trade. They same. made. Yeah. yeah, they did yeah, make some they, trades. They, they, I, I, they're yeah, going to be yeah. better. They're going to be better this year. But, yeah, yeah we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, this year was the most money that the Dolphins spent on trees in a long time. Yeah, I, know, think so, Flores, I, mean,
0: I think Brian Flores. I mean, I think Brian Flores is,
1: is, is actually a great playmaking offensive
0: coach. I, I think yeah. uh, playmaking wise, he has great uh, knowledge, you know what I mean, on how so, to actually make things happen.
1: Under um, Belichick, I mean, you know, exactly, it, it's, yeah. it's like he, he, he was part of, of that core original system under Belichick that started making like yeah. the, those Super Bowl runs. So he, he was, has that ability. Was he, he the, the defensive? He was
0: the defensive coordinator for the Patriots, right? Yeah, the, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And then, and then um, Matt Matt came in um right after him, which was I mean Matt Matt Patricia is he's a good defensive coordinator oh yeah head coach yeah head coach is different it's different when 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 now you have to go to the big office you know the, your little side office was fine but the big office is totally different bro you know right. what i mean so um i mean and the funny thing where is he now yeah at the Patriots <laughs> right he's at the Patriots so i'm like so i mean it, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's funny it's, it's very rare for um a team to rehire a guy back in the same position, but this is one reason why I was saying I, I, don't, I don't know if Belichick's gonna last much longer. And New England, what, what, he, what has he got
0: to prove, man? What does he have to
1: prove anymore? Um,
0: really, I mean, well, you got to prove that he can win, he can win a Super Bowl. On his own, oh, th- I guess. Th-
1: thank you, thank you. So, 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 I guess I, it's I mean, true, I, yeah, that's true. I think, it, I think it'll be awesome for him to say, okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and leave New England, I'm going go down to Florida, just like Tom did. Win a championship, then I'll 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 I'll, I'll do sit out type thing. But right. I mean, we knew it's not going to happen. But the surprise thing yeah. to me was the fact that they actually re-signed Cam. And if you look at what happened last year in New England, yeah. everyone was blaming Cam. Oh, Cam, yeah, he he's done for. I'm like, Cam had he didn't he didn't have an <laughs> offensive line. He, I mean, he did mean, no. yet not right nothing, nothing. You know, I'm like, and, and for him to, to have the record that that he had in New England, you know, I mean. So, but, oh, well, you know, cause Cam is washed up. Cam is not washed up at all, bro. It's like Cam just need to be in a system that's going to nurture him. But what happened was Bill has spent the most money he's ever spent. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's ever spent. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I, well, and again, I, I'm, not money. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not a Patriots fan. Yeah, exactly. I'm i not a Patriots fan, but I got to be, a, I, I got to watch the games now. You know, like the, the, those Dolphin New England games are going to be exciting again, you know. Yeah, that's um yeah, I'm looking forward to that. week 1, I think yeah. we got a week 1 we're yeah. going to we're going
0: to uh, yeah. Foxborough. So, yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, we'll see how that plays yeah. out. I mean, uh, I don't know. Exactly. Mac Mac Jones, but... Mac Jones versus Tua Tagovailoa, I do that will be, a, <laughs> <that'll> be <laughs> a interesting. Well, I guess it'll be it'll you know it'll be camp. It'll probably be Cam the first
1: at least the first few weeks at least, you know, I mean I don't think they'll make that switch. I, I, I honestly I get, cannot see Matt coming in anytime soon, and I'll tell you no the way. reason why. I'll tell you the reason why, because what was drawn up for for Cam, it actually worked. It was working, you know.
0: They, yeah, they, they weren't bad. They they made a strong run against Seattle. They, exactly they did they right. win that game or they barely lost? I can't
1: remember. They, I think it was, they, they barely, barely lost. They barely, I barely mean, lost. I mean, as a matter of fact, New England barely lost any game last year it, it was like a huge blowout it was more so like three maybe three points to right. two points touchdown so th- they are always in the game right so um but what what was drawn up for cam i think worked and i think they're going to try to stick with that until they're able to develop this kid and again i think he's going to sit him for at least half the season i'm th- I'm, I'm hoping more and it's not because i want cam to stay in the league or whatever it's more so I see this kid being able to have an ability, even though I think he should have stayed in Alabama a little bit longer just because he was in the highest of running. I'm like, you still haven't proven yourself, in my opinion. I, I don't right. think the kid has really proven himself. Um, so to throw this kid in, if he does great, you know, I, I'm like, hey, I, I'll eat my worst. But I don't think he's proven himself well enough to be developed as a quarterback in a pressure situation. As we said earlier, his office in line was, was stellar. I mean, come on, you'd have a Ah, offense offensive line, which is like having you know the Ravens' offensive line is essentially you know what I mean. So I'm like, if 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 you have not really proven yourself, like like we're saying about Trevor um, uh, Lawrence, if you not proven yourself, how can you really step up and say, okay, well I'm in New England now, so I'm just gonna you know running gun. It is a whole different league. The speed's a lot faster. And if you see when he was playing at Alabama, he held the ball way too long most of the times. Yeah, you know what I mean, so so it's one of those things where it's like. I, I, I think I think Belichick's going to hold a kid on, on a bench for at least maybe a season. Yeah, well, uh,
0: we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it'll be an yeah. interesting little play out to see how that happens. You know, I think, you know, health-wise, this could be a big deal for Cam, too. Is Cam going to be able yeah. to stay healthy? Um, you yeah. know, it's the, always been Cam's biggest issue. Um, you know, it's recovery. You know, you can't stress recovery enough. Um, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to guys, especially like Cam, Um, you know, I, I know we've talked about this a million times, but about the people involved staff wise on the NFL teams who are involved in recovery, who are involved in training, who are involved in, you know, working on us actually had this conversation with another trainer, friend of mine um, who trains athletes and talking about the fact of like just keeping these people healthy is such a drastic, drastic thing. And it's like the, the biggest problem is the people that they're putting in charge of these athletes health. They hardly don't even really know what they're doing it's very it's yeah. almost embarrassing yeah. if you actually talk yeah. to these people and we're not just playing around like this is i'm yeah. being that serious like i've experienced it myself talking to certain people who have worked in nfl rooms who have worked in nfl training rooms who have worked in nba in a, in a nhl i mean like yeah. you yeah. would think they would have the best of the best of the best but it's they like don't, they don't they, they don't they, no, college no, I mean, college in my opinion actually has better i've actually met yeah. people in college programs who are like geniuses and i'm like yeah why not you working in the NFL? Yeah, And they're and,
1: like, and, yeah. And, and, and again, it's all about who you know, because again, if you go back to a few years ago when, oh my gosh, who, who was it? it? It was one team that kept having like all these injuries, like an injury, 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 just before um, pandemic, I forgot what team it was. But if you look at the strength coaches, they were overtraining these guys. So then mm. when you ask these, these guys to do these explosive movements over and over and over again in a game situation, the body's not respond the same way, or you've already beat the body up so much during your training that when in a game situation, it was a Cowboys, it was a Cowboys. And long story short, what, who was it? It was friends of the coach that, you know, knew him and things of that sort so he and his son is in there you know training these guys Because oh yeah I'm gonna get you jack and, and of course these guys are love because yeah I feel stronger you know da, da, da. I'm like yeah you feel stronger but at the same token can you translate your strength that you're in a controlled environment onto the field right. yeah can, it, it can never happen because uh, again right. you know back to me I, I'm like five foot uh, nine at the time I was pitching I was 150 pounds bro I'm throwing 94 miles an hour the average uh, uh, pitcher in, a, in in MLB right now is six foot four, right? Six foot yeah. four, 190, you know. So a lot, and, of, and, lot of, a lot of torque coming down that ball. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, okay, how can you be so much shorter than these people, but you throw in the same amount of speed? It was all about dynamics, about kinesiology. So it's things that I've learned how to do with my body. And a lot of these guys – they are retaught how to do things with their body over and over again. And by the time you teach them, their muscle memory is gone. The, the way the muscles pull in the bone, the ligaments and tendons are growing completely different. What happens when all that happens? That remodeling of that, that that ligament and that bone has to take time to repair, to heal, to scar over. But no, you're that person right into a game situation with all these injuries and the body may I look great, but that remodeling still hasn't happened. So a ligament tear happens how fast? Boom and that's what happens you overtrain i don't care if you train you know three months before the season starts it takes a long time to remodel bone the average amount of time to to truly remodel bone is at least six to eight months right i mean yeah so
0: yeah yeah and these guys are huge human beings too so you got to make sure that you're keeping these guys who like have like you know abnormal bone structure (laughs) you know um, you know they're then who are being put under especially in the nfl and nba they're being put i mean they're being beat half to death every time they go out on the court every time they go out on the field i mean they're just being you know extremely physical uh dealing with situations that normal people don't have to deal with it's the same deal with bodybuilders they're putting themselves under extreme amount of pressure tension you know abuse in the gym exactly. every single day that normal people don't have to deal with Yeah. so you got to look at those things and you got to say okay well um you know we got to make sure that we're optimizing these people's recovery because it seems like the athlete is the, always the person that kind of gets the shit into the stick when they get injured yep. it's like they almost look at the athlete as like it's their fault that they got injured it's like well Isn't that why you're because like isn't that what you always hear like a young sport? Oh well, Cam got injured again. Cam can't stay healthy. Cam can't stay healthy. Is that Cam's fault or is it the people that you're putting around Cam in his camp that are supposed to? He's the athlete. You're driving the train, right? He's just the he's just the vehicle that you're trying to get to. You
1: know what I mean? Like if I'm paying somebody between a million and ten million dollars a year, don't you think I'll I will put the best around them? These guys don't care. I mean, these guys are still being fed McDonald's and shit like that.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they got a, they bought a Ferrari, but they're
1: feeding it, you know, regular yeah, gas. Exactly. Yeah. I have a player. Thank you. I have a player that actually, um, he actually played with a broken forearm, a broken forearm for 90% of the football year. And oh, he has his, his, his worst production ever. I, I wouldn't say the guy's name. He's, he's a well-known guy. Um, he, his production went down and he got traded. Oh man. And it was like, yeah. like, hold up. Look, you knew I broke my arm. You knew my arm is broken. I'll play with a cast. As a matter of fact, he played with a cast that was covered up with, with the past and everything else. He he played with a black cast. So he had both arms wrapped in black as if that's his his new thing. No, he had a freaking cast on. Oh you know, so so uh was it uh, um Saturday, he would get the cast off and rewrap for, for game time, so he'll be fine. And then Monday. You know, oh, well, it, it's not healing. No no shit, it's not healing, bro. No shit, it's not healing. Yeah. <laughs> in all seasons, yeah, yeah. he finally was able to actually, because, you know, he, he requires certain, it would just crack. So every time he'll do any sort of movement, he's in excruciating pain type thing. So so it, it's stuff like that that actually really gets me, bro, that these people are paid an insane amount of money, but then they're not given the right tools to actually perform the best. You have right. to seek it out. Now, I always telling the guy um, a couple of days ago, I'm like, listen, I'm like, dude, you have um, these athletes who get all this money and they think that, okay, they made it. I said, do you know LeBron James still spends between a half million dollars and million dollars a year in his fitness? That's right. why when he's out with his ankle injuries, he's not rushing back. He's, he knows the extent of it. He said, yeah. wait a minute, so I can come back and, you know, whatever, or I can really let this heal. Come on, bro. He has the right people around him that's, that's making the decisions for him. And then, of course, you can butt up against the team doctors because that's that's what, that's what my friend did. Yeah. Because it, the team doctor, oh, he, he can play, he can play, he can play. He was like, no, I went to the specialist, the, the world specialist, that said, no, I need to have it repaired. No, no, nah, nah, you can play. So it, it's, it's that dichotomy, bro. That is so, what it
0: is. Yeah, well, bro. um, we'll, uh, we'll end it there. <laughs> we'll end it there for the for the today and um. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, next week, Charlie and I uh, will have a special guest on the yes podcast, sir. Dr. Michael Megan. Uh, you yes guys sir. are going to like him a lot. Um, we're going to do some cool stuff in the future also with him on the podcast. But um, hope you guys have a great weekend and check back in next week. As always, stay Generation Alpha. Check back in every week for a new episode. Hit that subscribe button, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Have a great weekend, guys.
1: I think